Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Do you have a big dream, a desire that you're certain God has placed in your heart? Do you see others who are crushing it in their business and their life, yet nothing seems to be working out for you? Do you have a deep desire for God to use your life and your business to impact the kingdom for his glory, yet you can't seem to figure out why you keep doing the things you don't want to do and you don't do the things that you really do want to do? Do you feel like God is nudging you to make a difference with your life, yet you sit and stew in doubt, fear, and unbelief, afraid to take that first step, feeling that if you just take one more course, read one more book, or attend one more seminar, then you'll be ready? If we haven't met yet, I'm Betsy, daughter of the king, wife, mom, BB, serial entrepreneur, and certified neuroscience life coach. And I get where you are because I was totally there for years, actually. The inner conflict tore me apart and totally wrecked my health. I knew I needed help, but I had no idea where to start. Then God showed me the way. And now my mission in life is helping kingdom women uncover the blocks that are keeping them from their calling, create wild success in their business in every area of their life, so they can truly impact the world for God's glory, utilizing a whole lot of tough love, biblical strategies, and brain science to help you master your mindset and heal your soul. So you can totally squash doubt, fear, procrastination, and overwhelm, and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you. My friend, it's time to ignite, because the world needs you now more than ever to become her, so you can do what God's calling you to do. So let's get started. Oh, and make sure you grab your journal, because you're going to want to take notes. Hey friend, and happy Monday. I'm so glad that you are here with me, and I hope your week has gotten off to a really great start. And I am super excited for this episode because today I am going to walk you through an exercise that has really changed my life, and my hope is that if you will allow yourself to actually do it, that it will radically change your life as well. It says in 2 Corinthians 10:5 that we are to take our thoughts captive. How many of you have heard that? All of us, right? And I think a lot of times we hear that so much and we've heard it for years that we just kind of glaze over it and we don't even think about it or really how it even pertains to us. And so we're just like, yeah, yeah, take my thoughts captive. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that. Don't worry. I got that, you know? I read my Bible, I understand the word, it's all good, I, I, I got it, really. Well, <laughs> I talk to people daily that are discouraged and they're depressed and their businesses aren't where they want them to be and they've got all of this drama going on, right? So my question is, if you are reading your Bible and you do understand the word and you are still defeated in your thought life, because it's your thought life that keeps you defeated in your business and every area of your life. So are you really taking your thoughts captive? Because it says in John 15, five, that he who abides in me bears much fruit. So you got to ask yourself, If I'm not bearing fruit, then where is the disconnect? Because God can't lie. So if his word isn't working for us, the disconnect is on our end and not his. 
And typically it's because we are believing a lie. The enemy keeps dropping these thoughts in our precious little brain that we keep ruminating on over and over and over again until we believe those lies as truth. The easiest way to understand what you're thinking is always by your feelings. Because think about it. If you are happy and excited, it's pretty easy to know what you're thinking, right? You're thinking about something good that's about to happen, right? But the problem for so many of us is that we allow ourselves to sit in emotions like hopelessness and discouragement and doubt and fear. Because I talk to people, like I said, that are there every single day. Focusing on all the things that aren't working in our life and in our business, instead of just grabbing ourselves by the ears, looking ourselves in the mirror and asking ourselves, what the heck am I thinking right now? Because you cannot, cannot, cannot be in an emotion of doubt, fear, discouragement, or hopelessness without thinking your way there. And I'm going to repeat that again. You cannot, cannot, cannot be in a state of doubt, fear, discouragement, or hopelessness without thinking yourself there. It's impossible. It's been proven in neuroscience. The thought always comes first. But the problem is we don't ever take the time to question what's really going on. We just focus on all the things that aren't happening, which perpetuates the problem. It keeps us in the doubt and the fear and the discouragement and the hopelessness instead of asking ourselves, what are we thinking? Guys, I did this for years and I was miserable. So if you're there right now, I see you, I hear you, I get you, and I really, really, really want to help you. So when you are in a state of discouragement, what are you thinking? I'm not signing clients. I don't have any customers. My prices are too high. Nobody wants what I have. No one will ever join my team. Nobody wants my products. This isn't working. This is too hard. Why is it so much easier for everyone else than it is for me? Why is it so hard for me to create success? Success must be just for them and not me. Does any of that sound familiar? Because I'm raising both hands here. I've, I've been through all this stuff. <laughs> all of it. And we allow this day in and day out, month in and month out. And we, and we never question why it's happening other than blaming all of the exterior circumstances for why it is. It's always something out there on the exterior. Everybody else has it easier. Maybe God doesn't want to work with me. Maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Maybe I don't have what it takes. I need to change platforms. I don't have enough followers. I don't have the right followers. The algorithm is terrible. It's the algorithm's fault. And so we agree with our thoughts, which reinforces the thoughts over and over again until we have thought them enough times and now we've got a new belief that's on automation in our subconscious mind that just keeps running on repeat all day, every day. Because we have told our brain over and over and over again that that is what we want to think. And so it says, your wish is my command. Guys, God created our brains and he designed them to work for us. He designed them to work with our thoughts of peace and not of evil to give us a future and a hope. Not all of the evil forebodings that we continue to ruminate on day in and day out. 
everything starts with belief. If you believe that it can happen for you, it will. If you believe that it can't happen for you, it won't. It's that simple. <laughs> I wish I could make it, you know, simple. It's, it's that simple. But you can't go pointing your finger at all the things that you believe aren't working. Because remember, when you point that finger out, you always have three that are pointing right back at you. And this is why it's so important as an entrepreneur to do thought work daily. To sit down first thing in the morning and ask yourself, how am I feeling today? What am I feeling right now? If you've got anxiety or fear or doubt or discouragement going on, then you need to ask yourself, what am I thinking? Because remember, thought comes first and you need to nip it in the bud because if you don't, you're just going to have another groundhog day, just like the one you had yesterday and the day before and the week before and the month before and the year before, and it's never going to end for you. So when you are in a state of discouragement, doubt, fear, or some sort of negative emotion, you need to ask yourself, what am I thinking? And then you need to ask yourself, do I really believe this? And if I do, why? Why am I believing this? Why am I choosing this right now? And then you need to ask yourself, do I want to continue to believe this? And if your answer isn't no, <laughs> then you really need to figure out why. But if your answer is no, I don't want to believe this anymore, then you have to get on a mission to change that belief because it's running your life and it's stealing from you. It's stealing from every area of your life and it's embezzling funds from your business because those beliefs are running 90% of your business and every other area of your life. And if you continue to think thoughts of doubt, fear, discouragement, and hopelessness, you will never create success in your business. And the longer you ruminate on those thoughts and beliefs, the deeper the neural pathways are that you are creating in your brain. You are creating ruts that will keep you in a rut if you don't change them. See, <laughs> oh, I wish I could get that. Like, I, I, I wish I could say this in a way that was, was more clear to people because I don't know how to make it any more simple. It's not your strategy. It's not your tactic. Although those may not be sound right now, but it doesn't matter how great your tactic or strategy is if you're not implementing it or if you're implementing it from a place of doubt and fear and unbelief. Nobody's hearing you. <laughs> you're not getting through to people. So here's an exercise that's been very helpful for me because I struggle with all that stuff for as long as I can remember. I read the Bible. I quoted scripture. But for whatever reason, I just couldn't get myself to believe it. And the Lord showed me that I had wounds in my soul that he needed to heal for those walls to be torn down around my heart so that his word could actually penetrate my heart. I had been wounded and rejected and abandonment or abandoned and told for years growing up that God was going to get me. <laughs> and I was afraid of God. I understood the mindset piece on how to think better thoughts and all those things, but the problem was the walls that I had up weren't allowing anything to penetrate my heart. It's like when you throw a tennis ball up against a wall, it comes right back at you, right? That's what was happening with me. Everything that was going in was bouncing off the walls that I had around my heart and nothing was penetrating. 
and I continued to feel defeated. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And if you have wounds in your soul, friend, you will not prosper. It's that simple. So the first thing that I did, step number one, I surrendered. I surrendered my heart to the Lord like every inch, every crack, every crevice, every nook, every cranny, every part of it. And I surrendered all of the walls that I had built around my heart that were probably 100,000 miles high and five miles thick, made of steel and nothing was getting in. I gave him all those walls and I asked him to tear them down because this is what we need to understand. God is a gentleman and he's not going to force his way into any area of your life that you don't give him. He's not going to just come in and explode your walls and say, okay, there you are. You're healed. No problem. Gotcha. No. Healing, just like anything else, is you and God working it out together. You have a part to play and he has a part to play. And the first part you have to do is to surrender the wounds, the walls, and every inch, crack, crevice, nook, cranny, every part of your heart to him and ask him to search it, to reveal to you what's in it and heal it. Because until you heal those wounds that are in your soul, you're going to continue to feel shame, guilt, unworthy, condemned, discouraged, defeated, and all of those negative emotions that will keep you stuck. Surrender the wounds, the walls, and ask him to heal you. Now, don't expect by tomorrow you're going to wake up and everything's going to be great. And don't expect that he's going to do anything in the order that you think that it needs to be done because I can assure you that he won't. He knows what's driving your bus. And he will heal what he chooses to heal and the way that he chooses to heal and the timing that he chooses to heal it. And your only job is to cooperate with what he's doing. Next up, you need to repent for believing the lies that you have believed and any unforgiveness, offenses, anything else that you've got going on in your heart. And ask him to search your heart if you don't know what's in there and show you any unforgiveness or offense or anything else that you have that you need to let go of. And pardon my dog who is barking in the background, but she loves to sit here with me while I podcast, so please excuse her noise. You need to repent of all sins known and unknown and ask him to bring to light anything that's unknown so that you can clear it up and get it out because sin causes wounds in your soul and your soul will continue to stay wounded until you clear all that stuff up. And then the next step, number three, you need to come out of agreement with all the lies that you've been believing. Pray a prayer telling the Lord that you are choosing to come out of agreement with all the lies that you've believed. And you're choosing to come in agreement with his word that says whatever it is that you need to believe. You need to find those scriptures to overcome the lies. So example, let's, let's say that you believe you aren't capable of building a business. You need to come out of agreement with that lie. And then come into agreement and say, I have the mind of Christ and I'm capable of building a successful business. I am an overcomer. I am more than a conqueror. The greater one lives in me and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I am choosing to come in agreement with that word from this moment forward. Then this is my favorite part because for me, it's been really life-changing, totally, totally life altering. And for you, it may not want to do it. And that's cool. But I went online and I searched images of Jesus. And of course, you know, there's tons of them. 
But I found the one that I believe that Jesus would look like. Like if I could visualize him, this is what I believe that he would look like because I found one that was like literally just like staring right back at me. Like it was penetrating every part of my heart. And I printed it just on a regular eight by 10 piece of paper and I keep it in my room. And when I'm praying and I read my Bible, I pull it out and I keep it there with me as if Jesus is like sitting right there with me. And of course, yes, he's there. And you don't have to have a picture of him for him to be there. So if it's not something that you want to do, that's cool. I like the visual. I'm a very visual person. Okay. Then I want you to write down all of those lies that you've been believing that you just came out of agreement with. And I want you to hold that picture of Jesus and I want you to look at it if he's sitting right there with you because like I said, he is. And I want you to ask this question, Jesus, is this what you would say about me? While you're showing him that page of all the lies. And of course he's gonna say, absolutely not. And then I want you to just get really, really quiet and listen to what he has to say. Not your head, but listen for that inward, still small voice. Then search your concordance or Google scriptures that pertain to the lies that you've been believing that are gonna refute those lies and write them down. And then you need to get on a mission to start to believe those truths instead of the lies. And I would suggest that, you know, after you find the scriptures that you take one scripture every single day, starting first thing in the morning, read the scripture, chew on it, meditate on it, chew on it, meditate on it, chew on it some more. Close your eyes and visualize what would happen if that scripture was happening in your life. Carry it with you throughout your day. Anytime those lies try to creep in, refute the lies with the word. That, my friend, is taking your thoughts captive. It's being consciously aware of what's going on and not allowing yourself to think those thoughts. And is it going to happen in a day? No. It takes a lot of practice. But the first thing is awareness and awareness comes by your emotions. You will always know that something is going on wrong. There's a, a danger signal in your brain when you are feeling a feeling that you don't want to feel. Okay. Friend, the devil hates you, period. I, I, I can't sugarcoat it for you. Okay. John 10, 10 says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy I like there's there's nothing no good part about that but I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly so if you are living a life of discouragement hopelessness doubt and fear you are living the first part of John 10 10 and you are allowing the thief to steal from you you are allowing him to steal from you because you are meditating on his lies instead of God's truth. And the only way to stop that is to come out of agreement with the lies and to come 
into agreement with God's truth and to start meditating on that truth all day, every day and taking those thoughts captive. So when those lies do try to come in, you've got ammunition. Because if you're sitting in doubt and discouragement and fear and all those things and you're allowing yourself to wallow in that stuff, it's like sitting there with a gun that has no ammunition. And if a thief came into your house, you wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Well, guess what? You've got a thief in your house right now. And he has stolen your identity, which is like the most important thing in your life. By the lies that he has had you come into agreement with. And once he gets your identity, then he's going after your destiny and your inheritance because you're in agreement with the lies that are keeping you from stepping into the calling that God has for you. So now he's stealing your destiny and your inheritance and all the lives that you've been called to impact. And it all started from not taking your thoughts captive and coming into agreement with the lies that he keeps dropping in your head. See, you're not a, a special unicorn, okay? <laughs> I, I I wish I could tell you that, I mean, yes, you're probably a special unicorn, but in this case, you're not a special unicorn in that everything in the word is for everybody but you. Like, I've messed up too bad, and no. Everything that's in that book is yours. Every promise belongs to you. God loves you with an everlasting love, and nothing can separate you from that love. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, creating the image of a God that loves you, and he loves you the same way that he loves Jesus. He sees you through the eyes of Jesus. There's nothing that you could ever, ever do that could separate you from his love. He loves you that much. But awareness is key to change. And if you don't become aware of what's going on, you are powerless to change anything. If you don't know what's going on inside your precious little mind, you will stay stuck. And you will get to the end of your life and you will not hear well done. And yeah, <clears throat> I really hope that scares you enough to do something about it because you're the only one who can. Because you woke up this morning and you opened your eyes with breath in your body because God's not finished with you yet. He has something for you to do or you wouldn't still be here. But you'll never do anything until you first become who he says you are. And the only way that you can do that is by coming out of agreement with the lies that the enemy keeps feeding you and come into agreement with what God has to say about you. Friend, the devil is a master identity thief. And as long as you allow him to steal your identity, he will steal your destiny and your inheritance and you will get to the end of your life in regret, never having fulfilled the calling that God had for your life. I encourage you to do this exercise. I encourage you to take these steps. I encourage you to meditate, meditate on the scriptures that will change your identity. Because until you do, you will struggle to build that business that God's calling you to. And you will struggle in every area of your life because you are having an identity crisis. So I'm curious, are you sick and tired of constantly being on the struggle bus when it comes to building your business or, or whatever you're doing. Do you wish that there was a way to actually make money consistently in your business so that you can have more time with your family and you can live a life that you really, really love? Do you feel like you know what you need to do, but you just can't get yourself to actually do it 
and you have no idea why that's happening? Do you feel like you're just capable of so much more, yet you feel like you're the only one standing in your way? Like you know that you know that you know that it's you, but you don't know how to fix it. My beautiful sister friend, I know firsthand what it feels like to be on that struggle bus, feeling like I was moving through life with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake, like I was walking through quicksand, feeling like I would never create success in my business and having no idea how things could ever change. Well, let me ask you, what would it feel like if you had a step-by-step -step process that could help you to rewire your brain from scarcity, lack, and not enough? Change your identity to the abundant life that Jesus died for you to have in every area of your life. And it could happen in a very short period of time from the comfort of your own home. Friend for a limited time, Money Mindset Mastery is still available. But it's only available for women who are serious about changing their identity and mastering their money mindset. My clients are seeing insane results with this program. These spots are first come, first serve. And when they're gone, they're gone. Money Mindset Mastery is an intense 90-minute one-on-one session where we dive deep into your identity. What we're talking about here, your identity, your money story, the programming, everything that's keeping you stuck in scarcity, lack, and not enough. And I will teach you how to rewire your brain for abundance so that you can get out there and finally make money in your business and create success in every area of your life. Imagine what your life would be like if you could actually be in control of your mind and your emotions and you had a brain that actually worked for you instead of against you. A brain that was actually looking for opportunities to increase abundance instead of shutting you down every time you tried to move forward. A life where confusion and doubt and overwhelm and procrastination were a thing in the past. Why? Because you had a clear vision of who you are, of whose you are, and exactly where you're headed. As I mentioned, these spots are limited and they will go fast. So if you want to snag one of them, email me at wired for kingdom wealth at gmail.com with MMM in the subject line. Or anytime you need me, you can always find me over in the DMs on Instagram and I'll get you more information. And make sure that you stay tuned because I have something new and really exciting that's coming very, very soon. And it's going to rock your world. And that's all I'm going to say. So friend, please do this exercise because it will be so helpful for you. And I really, really appreciate you joining me because I know that you could be anywhere, but you chose to be here with me. And I am so very, very grateful. And as always, if you got value from this, I would really, really appreciate it if you would share it with somebody that you believe could benefit. I hope you have an absolutely amazing day and God bless. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for his glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. 
I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day and God bless.